Today's episode of the Anecdotal Experience podcast is sponsored by Folgers. Folgers good to the last drop. Wait no. That's the other one. Uh. Thanks for downloading the dote. We were thinking about buying those Facebook likes for $50, but we didn't. We have too much integrity and not enough dollars. Thank you for coming back to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. It's great to be here. I'm happy. Today we have Alex Schubert on the podcast. He talks about uh, offensive Facebook posts, making people mad, saying insensitive stuff for attention. I did it. I did it all the time. Felt good to get attention. Not good to hurt people. I like this episode. We had a ton of fun. Talked about, uh, again, talking about girls. A couple dudes that love chicks, man. Uh, talk about self-confidence and loving yourself, being who you are. Ton of fun. Those are my things. Alex Shub, ton of. He's uh, he's funny too. Go see him at Cincinnati. Funniest person in Cincinnati. Vote for him. Make him win. Well, yeah. Thanks for being here again. This is a good episode. Got some really good episodes coming up after Shub's episode. It's good. It's a good month for the dote. So. Thanks for being here. Let's do this podcast. All right. Okay. What? All right. What was? What was the event? Yeah. Okay. It. Uh, about five years ago, um, you remember the Indiana State Fair stage collapse? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, Tragic. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, there were a few people that died, and one of them was the cheerleading coach of my high school. Are you serious? That's serious. Oh boy, I don't like where this is. This is... Yeah. All and, right. Uh, and the other one, and uh, someone that got hurt was one of the cheerleaders. That um, Like, we were acquaintances. Okay. And uh, Wait, are we, are we recording? Yeah, dude. Okay. It's happening. Don't touch the table. Forgot to tell you. Okay. Um, I'll cut off your hand. Okay. So, there was, like, my, uh, this, my high school's uh, cheerleading coach died, and... This girl, Jamie, that uh, she was a cheerleader. She almost died. She's fine now. She's yeah. doing well. And I think the day it happened, uh, I put a joke on Facebook about it. I didn't know what happened. Yeah. And then um, I didn't know what had happened. And then people like started giving me shit about it. And they started like saying, like this is super offensive. Wait, that, you didn't know what? What do you mean you didn't know I didn't happened? know that there were people involved from my high school. Okay. I, didn't, I did not know that. Okay. And then I sent an apology to the girl that got hurt. Yeah. And everything was fine. And everything was good after that. Like, we were all cool. But then December, this is December, I think it was 2011. December, uh, I was bored one day. I, I think it was like a attention-seeking thing. So yeah. I put like... Like every Facebook post. Pretty much. Yeah. But I put like, I think maybe two or three jokes about it. And they weren't even jokes. They were just like, I me mean, just like, oh, I might as well joke about this now. Well, like after the fact? After. Like uh, way after the fact. Like, yeah, this is way after. This is, uh, I think, five months later or so. Okay, so you put up a joke before. And yes. then it was in bad taste. It was in bad taste. It was in bad. It would have been in bad taste had your like people from your high school yeah. had not died. It would yes. still have been in bad taste. Yeah, it was, it was. And it was even worse because people were involved yeah, from your it was school even worse okay and then and then all of a sudden you're like well this will be cool now yeah. i got these jokes in the can yeah okay so 
you're it's after <clears throat> you're seeking attention yes what are these what are they well explain tell us the first one tell uh, us this tell us the one that you did right after the fact uh, I do not remember the one that was right after the fact. I do not remember that one. Okay. But the one that happened in December, the ba- okay. So the band that performed at the State Fair Collapse was Sugarland. Yeah. It's like a country act. Yeah. And then I, I, I think I'm remembering this correctly. It was it was kind of a dumb thing. It was, um, I think they were performing at some event show or, or award show or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hope the Kardashians are in the front row or something like that. Just something stupid. Oh, and hope they die. But this is in December. Yes, this is in December. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and then I don't think much of it. Then I like go back to just what I'm doing. And then yeah. like an hour later, or like a half hour later, I see that like five people have commented on the status. I'm like, oh, no. Okay, yeah. not, not like, wow, this is so funny. Yeah, like, oh, this is horrible. I think really? I put, yeah, I think that's the only one I specifically remember putting up. But okay. The other one was like, I don't remember what it was. People weren't into it? No, not no. at all. How many likes? Uh, I What I do remember, the comments that people were putting, like, this is horrible, this is wrong, they yeah. got like 10 likes each. Oh. And my status got nothing. Dude. Yeah. That's how you know it's time to delete a post. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you posted three of these jokes? Uh, if I remember correctly, like two or three. There were multiple. Yeah. Okay. And then the girl, uh, Jamie, she, uh, I think she uh, kind of exploded on me. She cursed more than any, I've seen any human being curse in my entire life. She on just, a Facebook comment? On a face. no, like she, on multiple, she just like went off on me. Oh, my And the gosh. next day I was, next day I was actually playing damage control. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, I fucked up. Right. Yeah. Can we say fuck? Absolutely. Yeah. But I I just realized I fucked up and and she was still super mad at me. So Yeah. I tried to just play damage control for a couple uh a couple months actually. Were were like was your school like pissed at Shubes? Big time. They was okay, so were you like a pariah? I, I was public enemy number one. For, really? Oh, big time. Do you for, have any friends like behind you that were like, hey dude, that was pretty messed I had up? A cu- I had a couple. Yeah. But Looking back on it, it was like I would not do it again. Oh, but I yeah. did. Uh, but if anything, I did learn from it. What was the motivation behind those? Uh, behind those posts, did you? What did you? What was the ideal response to those? I guess just getting attention. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. Because I see, I see comics try and go for attention all the time, and right. if you do comedy for attention, it takes away from the comedy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, yeah. I was public enemy number four, number one for about a week. How was that? Not fun. Yeah, like there were people like, oh, we should kick his ass, and right. like, I legitimately feared they for my, have. I legitimately feared for my safety. Yeah. How did you, uh, how did you come out of that, dude? How do you recover uh, from <clears throat> people despising you? Did uh, what, what year in high school were you? Uh, no, this is actually my freshman year of college. Freshman year of college, okay. Yeah, cool. but you're of... in the same town, though, right? Uh, yeah, I went to NKU at the time. Okay. Yeah, so I was just in my dorm room. I was, I was kind of a weird year. Okay. Well, at least you're kind of disconnected from the people that yeah know this girl. Like, like no, I like. What do you mean disconnected? Well, is she? Because you knew her from high school, right? Yes, and like we, like we were on an I, I know her and she knows me kind of basis. Okay. It was like we were just acquaintances. Okay. But then after that, it yeah. just kind of fell off the rail. 
So, all right. So, how do you? What do you do now? What are you? What's your? How are you going to get back to being liked and uh, not people forgetting the fact that you were such an asshole? I don't think that people will forget what I did. You think people will kind of always the people that saw it will always be like, uh, shoot, like, like they'll they'll have that in the back of their mind. But I think like I when I grew up in a kind of a community like. As long as you're cool now, then it's fine. Like okay. That was that was a big mistake. That's probably the low point for me. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And believe it or not, I actually did run into that girl uh, one other time a couple of, like, two and a half years later. Yeah. It was actually at uh, one of my high school classmates' funerals. And I actually just happened to sit, like, right behind her. Yeah. So it was kind of odd. And there was like no bad blood. She was like, hey. Like, oh, really? Yeah. How many years after that was? Uh, This was two and a half years after that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's good, dude. Yeah. Would um, you, uh, how did you, like what what now? So you're, you're pretty bummed out when, what's that feeling like when you're noticing that people hate you? Or when you're coming around to the realization that people really hate don't like me and people are ganging up on me and like uh shaming me it's kind of the worst yeah it's like part of me knew it was the worst but another part of me didn't care because i kind of like the attention oh really yeah i I think that was it like people interesting so there's part of you that's like you got the attention but you're kind of yeah not in the way you wanted it yeah not in the way i wanted it at all okay but for the most part you're yeah. Your why were you why were you this way? I don't know. I I guess I was just immature. Were you like in real life, not on social media, were you a pretty nice guy? Uh I was I was weird on social media. Like I I you know, like your memories pop up and shit. Yeah. All my posts are like super weird. Like bored, 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 Texas number. I'm like is this what I did constantly? Oh, gosh. Okay. So You're like, a weird dude. I was just sad and lonely. Yeah. You were just probably trying to get attention, man. Pretty much. You're, and writing bored text me wasn't working, so. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, so what did you, you were chubby, right? Yeah. So I've sh- seen some pictures of you from the way <laughs> back, and I was like, oh, shoot, yeah. dude. Yeah. At my peak, I'd say, I'm going to ballpark this. I'm, at my peak, I was like 260. Okay. And now I'm like 185, I'm going to say. And your, um, and did this affect your weight loss, this event? Uh, no, it actually didn't. Um, I didn't start losing weight until my, the beginning of my sophomore year of college. Okay. Because I had a health class and one of the assignments was like, hey, it was like a semester long project and the assignment was, hey, uh, uh, you're going to pick one thing that you want to improve about your health. Right. And you're going to have like a weekly journal about it. And then I decided to get healthier. Like, yeah, like, like I just wanted to lose weight. Cause I right. was like two fifty five. I yeah, want to yeah, say. Yeah. And then the first thing I did, the immediate first thing I did was I cut out soda. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did, I remember the first week, the only soda I had was a Red Bull that I got at a Bengals game. Cause they were just giving them out. Uh huh. But since then, like since that Red Bull, I have not had a single drop of soda. Oh wow! Did you lost a ton of weight. Yeah, it was a, 
like my diet was still horrible, but I didn't drink soda. I still lost like 10, 15 pounds. That'll do it, man. I switched to diet soda when I was a kid and I lost a ton of weight. Diet soda is still not great for uh, you. I'm though. not getting into this argument. We'll talk about that <laughs> off mic. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about your motivation to, I don't know, be better. Because you came a long way from yeah. that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's uh, What were like the key moments in the progress of you becoming who you are now, because I'm, I'm sure you have a lot more self-confidence from oh, when you did that yeah. to your point now. Yeah, like I've had uh, I've had just like certain things happen to me where it's like, like I'm DJing now. Yeah. And I have a lot more confidence because of it. Yeah. A- a DJing, comedy, losing weight, it's, I think it just helped me out a lot. Yeah. Uh, nah, yeah, that's, uh, that's cool though. So how did you start DJing how did you start doing comedy and what was that progress like what was the and how is that when you feel yourself becoming more comfortable with who you are yeah and uh yeah just being more confident yeah like I started comedy when uh I started comedy when I was 16 like I started uh there was a New York Times uh humor blog Uh and uh I had always been into like Leno Conan uh Letterman yeah and I'd always like really liked the monologues. Yeah. So, like, I just got into the, uh, writing monologue jokes. Yeah. And then I found a New York Times humor blog when I was, like, 16, and then I decided to submit a couple, and one of them made it. Uh-huh. Like, the first time I submitted, one of them made it. Nice. And I ever since then, I just, like, took it up. I did that for, like, give or take two years. Yeah. And then after that, I started doing mics ago. Like, my freshman year of college, I started doing, like, a mic a month ago, Bananas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically how I got my start. And uh, at what point did you really come out of the, where you, did you ever have a moment where you're like, oh, I'm, I like who I am now more uh, than I used to be? Cause I've had that. Yeah. I've had times where I've, uh, I mean, I think even like doing, like for instance, like doing the podcast, I've thought there have been times where I've always wanted to do things. I've made excuses and I've yeah. not done them. Uh, and I feel like the years or months or whatever will go by and yeah. I'll think, oh, I, I want to do this thing. I've been dying to do this thing and it's really what I want to do. But for some reason I'm scared yeah. or I don't want to do it. Um, and then I finally start doing it and then I'm like, oh, this is it. I've made it. I'm doing it. I'm going to bed every night thinking yeah. like you're I've doing what it. you do. You're doing what you want to do. Right. I'm in the middle of it yeah. and I'm not, I don't have that anxiety of when am I going to start living my life and doing the things I want to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think, I think really what it was, yeah, getting into the practice of doing comedy. I mean, it can be anything for anyone, but yeah. doing comedy every night or you know every other night or whatever it was it was like okay i'm doing this this is part of my life now i've started i began and i never had that anxiety of am i doing the right thing am i wasting my life am i yeah because it's like i'm in the middle of it it's already began so like for comedy like what was that moment yeah or whatever man djing or anything where Uh, you're like oh i'm doing it i like who i am now people like me i don't have to do stupid stuff on facebook to get people's attention People already, you know. Yeah. Um, f- actually, I have two separate events. Yeah. Well, technically three, two for DJing. Uh, comedy, I would say, like, my first great set that I had. Yeah. I mean, it might have been at Go Bananas. I was like, what I considered at the time my first great set, I was like five months in. I was yeah. like that August. I, t- I think I did two sets that month, and one of them I had, like, 
I remember I had like a really giant laugh. Yeah. And I like, it kind of messed with my head a little bit. I'm like, wow, this is great. And then the second set, I actually remember being great all around. Yeah. So it was just like, I guess I'm in this to win this. Right. And it felt really good. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. And uh, for DJing, as, as shitty as it sounds, I, I I have to say it was the first time I got a phone number. Yeah, talk about that. <sighs> it's a big it, moment. Tell us about it, It is. Dude. Yeah. Um... <sighs> I remember my first phone. It was a. It's at Uncle Woody's. It's in Clifton. Okay. It's, it's kind of the underage bar. It's yeah. where all the underage kids go. And I remember it was after after everything was done. This girl came up to me and she's uh she's talking. I think her friend like pushed her up to me and she's like, well, and her and I think her name was Taylor. And yeah. Taylor's like, well, I think you're cute, and I'm like, wow, I think you're cute too. Yeah. I think we ended up exchanging numbers. She came up to you and she said, came up, she I ca- think you're cute. She came up to me. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yes. And uh, we exchanged numbers and I texted her and she never got back to me. No way. Yep. She approached you. Yeah. Dude. I think, and I think a couple weeks later she came back to sing and she's like, I think I put my number in your phone. You forgot to text me. I'm like, I think I kind of did. Oh, she came back. Yeah, and she came she back. she put it on you. Yeah, I think. She, I think I've seen her since, but nevertheless, though, so that did give you, uh, yeah, that gave you the confidence that you're, uh, you're yeah. attractive, you're cute, yeah, girls like you, yeah, it happened, and then uh, your text game is weak, though. Well, about a month later, I actually ended up, I actually ended, I did end up going out with a, a girl that I met at Uncle Woody's, different girl, different girl. Okay, did yeah. uh, and then wait, did you approach her? Uh, what happened was she sang a song and absolutely crushed it. Wait, sang a song? Yeah, she sang a song and then she's like, can I have another piece of paper? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I gave her a piece of, like, she, I'm like, I remember saying over the mic, like, MVP of the night. Oh, wait, so you're like, you're setting her up to giving a microphone to sing. I didn't even, yes, like, I didn't even realize it. And after the song, I'm like, MVP of the night. And oh, then, okay, so you have like a thing going with her. I, I honestly didn't think I did. Oh. And then... She's like, she crushed it. So I'm like, here, you can have another piece of paper. Yeah. And she gave it back to me and it was her phone number. Ah. Yeah. How'd that go? How'd uh, that work out? <coughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, we, went on, uh, we went on a couple dates. We went to a couple places in, a couple places in OTR. Yeah. And I think I was going to try and take her to the Festival of Lights and she never got back to me. Ah. And I found out like six months later, it was be- uh, her, f- her t- two of her roommates told me that it's because she just forgot to text back. And that's, yeah, we'll go with that. Because, okay, she said like, she forgot to text back like three days later. And she okay. didn't realize she didn't text back until three days later. And she was like, hey, uh, I- I'll feel weird texting him because it's been so long. Okay. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That's it, probably true. That does happen. So, I mean, it kind, of, it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. But, I mean, it does either way. Whatever that was, it helps your self-confidence. The it fact did. that you're getting girls' phone numbers. What does that... Here's a good question for you. Okay. The uh, progression of you losing weight. Yeah. Okay? And then... Because I've seen this in dudes where they... Like, maybe they're fat or whatever, but they start losing weight. And then they get this, uh, they start getting attention from girls. Yeah. And they lose their mind. Yeah. Do you, so when, was that your first moment where you were like, oh, I'm, I'm cute. 
Like I'm like, I people look at me and they think they could possibly date me. Yes, you know. I, I even my boss Matt gave me shit about this. Like I kind of got carried away a little bit. Yeah, it happens to a lot of those dudes. It really does. Yeah, like it's the it was like I tell him it's like it's the first like real. It's the first real experience I've had where girls are paying attention. I'm sorry, I sound arrogant, but no, this. say it. This it's is the first uh, your time, experience, man. Yeah. Uh, my anecdotal experience. Yeah, it's the first uh, job I've had where, or any experience where girls paying, where girls do pay attention to me in this amount. Right. Yeah, like there are some girls, like there are a couple of girls in particular that will flirt with me just to get their song played. Yeah, and it's super shitty. But yeah. I mean, there are some girls that like try and make it work. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. What was that like? What is that that realization that you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a man that people. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. What's your What's your luck been like with the girls? It's still not like fantastic. Okay. But because I always find a way to mess it up. Yeah. Like I've. It's kind of a Murphy's law kind of thing. Like I always find a way to mess it up. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't want it to work out, so you just kind of mess it up yourself. Yeah. Sometimes. Like there was one girl. I don't want to name names, but she ended up like we uh we met on New Year's. Uh huh. And she ended up being semi-crazy. Yeah. I feel really bad saying that. No one knows who she uh, is. doesn't matter. All right. Well, she ended up being kind of crazy. She might listen to this. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Oh, shit, sorry. I hope so. Um, yeah, she ended up being kind of crazy. And uh, I think she's actually one of those girls that likes... She doesn't like me. She likes the attention. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah, because... I think everyone knows exactly. Yeah, because... Yeah. Uh, Last week, she, uh, this is last Friday, she came into the DJ booth where I was DJ. I, I shouldn't be saying this because my boss could listen to this. Say it, who cares? <laughs> she came in the DJ booth. It's like, it's kind of like an open area. Yeah. And for a half hour, she's basically making out with me. Nice. Yeah. Score. Yeah. That's the crazy one from New Year's. The crazy one from New Year's. Look how far you've come, dude. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then she, uh, we didn't really talk much, but then... I kind of lost my focus that night because yeah. like I was doing well, and then after that I just kind of lost my focus and I got it back. Yeah. But after that, um, like she uh, left, and then I saw her downstairs, and she was like hugging other dudes. So I'm like, God, you just want the attention. Yeah. And I had had this idea for for a little bit because I I'd gotten the idea that she was crazy. Yeah. Is it uh like let's talk about that for a second because yeah. I think that's really interesting because guys. Guys want to feel special. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We do. As much as we don't, uh, I, I know guys will say, like, a girl that has sex with, like, eight dudes in yeah. one night, all right? Yeah. Let's say she's out there, you know? Yeah. She I probably know. is. Yeah, she's, I'm sure she's out there. Yeah. But if you're dude number nine, if she's like, you're next, buddy, we're having sex, you're going to be, you're going to say no. Like, you're not going to be, well, you, what, what do you think? Are you interested in that? Are you interested in being guy number nine? Not really. No, I don't think so. Because no. I think, like you said, you go down, she's making out with you. Now, all of a sudden, she's like on a bunch of other dudes. Yeah. Uh, like, how do you feel after that? Yeah, like, I feel like it's not, it doesn't even mean anything. Yeah, we like had a, a moment in the booth. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I remember St. Patrick's Day, she came, uh, she was actually dating someone at the time, and they were like, they were like all over each other. Yeah. And then the dude left the room, and she came into the DJ booth and started giving me a back rub. Yeah. So it's like, am I going to have my face blurred out on an episode of Cheaters or something? Yeah. So I just felt really weird about the whole thing. Because it's not about you. 
It's about yeah, her. It's about her. And finding like, yeah, and leveraging attention from you against the guy she's with yeah. and all that. And you feel, you feel used. Yeah, I definitely, I did feel a little used because like she, I had moved on at that point. Like, cause we did talk for a little bit. I did like her. Yeah. But I'd, I'd moved on and she just, I guess she still wanted the attention. Yeah. I mean, dudes, we do that too, though. All the time. For like, sure. Oh, we just try and lead girls on for attention? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't now, but in my younger years, probably. Yeah. There were, you know, I wanted people to like me and want me. Yeah. You know? And I was, it made me feel good because yeah. I hated myself. Everyone wants to feel wanted. Everyone cares about what everyone thinks of them. Everyone wants to be liked. Yeah. Like, no one likes to admit it, but I feel like it's true. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I think now... I'm at least more aware of it. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, you can see it in other people. Like yeah. you see the girl in the DJ booth. So you can tell, you can see it in other people too. Yeah. Because you're not going to fall for the girl making out with you in a DJ booth because you're like, yeah. oh, that's nothing. She's crazy. She has these problems where she yeah. needs attention from multiple yeah. dudes because I'll be never be enough. Yeah. And I'm not just saying like, oh, I just think she's crazy. I've gotten confirmation from both of her roommates and her ex-boyfriend. We and- believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to sound like a misogynistic asshole. Um, yeah, we all, I mean, it's the way you see the world. No one thinks that. Yeah. You're a nice guy. You're a good guy. You can say whatever that. you want. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Everyone I talk to that knows her is like, yeah, she's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of crazy stems from insecurity. Yeah. She's also 19. So she's super immature. Oh, yeah. No, then she's just 19, man. Forgivable. Yeah. For Uh, sure. Sort of. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. 19. That was a long time ago. I think I was. Yeah. When I was 19, I was. Probably. I did want girls to like me. I think yeah. I did. Because I didn't. Everyone wants girls to like them. Oh, yeah. It's just nice when someone. I think there was. Do you remember, like, I mean, the first time someone says, when someone says someone has a crush on you in, like, whatever grade you're in or whatever, you're yeah. like, this is the. It's the greatest it's, day of your it's life. Like, it's cool. Yeah. You're like, I'm important to someone. Someone thinks about me. Yeah. You know? Now, yeah. I don't know. I guess now it's just if someone were to say someone has a crush on you, I'd be like, that's. It's probably not even about me. Yeah. It's probably, they probably think I'm something. They want my attention because they want me to be something for them. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. It it's doesn't just, mean anything. I think it's more about filling a void for them than it is like them trying to actually get with me. Yeah, man. And I'm not, it's, uh, it's self-confidence, man. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, someone's not very self-confident and they think you'll fix that. Yeah. Like, all right. Because right. really, it did boost my confidence for a little bit. Like I had another girl. That was a long story. Like, we're friends now, but... Yeah. Like, I do like that girl, the crazy girl. Is, like, I like her personally, but I would never date her. No. No, you can't, man. Yeah, because... And there are also multiple girls that are like that. Like, there's one girl, I'm like... Are you saying there's a lot of crazy girls? Yes. Just more than one? Yeah. Uh, she's probably the craziest. Okay. But there, there was another girl where I'm like, like, she's unbelievably hot okay but at the same time like from a relationship standpoint i want nothing to do with her yeah it's too bad huh yeah because it's like i'm i'm not the kind of guy you would normally go after wait the super hottie yes the super hottie yeah yeah i i feel that too when you're just and i i don't what about this okay i think i'm not into 
like the super hotties because the super hotties dress themselves up to be super hotties yes they're aware and they're like i'm going to wear this i'm going to put on makeup i'm going to dress all like i'm going to have the hottest guy in the bar yes uh i'm going to be on top of the hottest guy in the bar exactly so it's not even like you may not even necessarily be the most classically beautiful girl in the bar yeah but you're doing everything you can to look like you are yeah and to me me and i'm this is purely projecting misogynistic assholes we both are yes um very much so yeah you're you're giving that vibe off to me which is like it you're looking for the alpha male to come over and assert himself into your world and to me, it's just like, okay, they're doing the alpha male and the alpha female yeah. are off like mating in the corner. Yeah. That's, and I don't go to bars, but this is the way I see it in the world at the yeah. grocery store or anything. Yeah. This is what they do. And to me, that's not attractive. It's just like, oh, you're just alpha female. Yeah. I'm into, I think people that don't dress like that and don't try to dress for attention, I'm like, oh, you're a real person. Yeah. I could actually. Get, talk, to, kn- get yeah, to know you. Exactly. And I could talk to you and it would be, you're not, I don't know. It would be, it, it's not just me asserting yeah. myself and being like, yeah, I yeah. want to have sex with you because it'll make me feel better because you're the alpha yeah. female. Yeah. And they do it because it works. Yeah. But what do they want though? I don't know. I feel like sometimes they want the hookup to happen. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like comedians are the same way. We just like the attention. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the center of attention. Just, like, I'm in control. Yeah, I have the... Like, I have, like, this super revealing outfit, and it's gonna drive guys crazy. Exactly, and I mean, sometimes it's not even, like, a super revealing outfit, but it's just the way you're done up is to get that sort of people looking at you. But, yeah, it's that sense of... uh, that sense i don't know what it is like control or something but to me when i see that it's like oh you do this you're doing this game you're doing this i'm not that's not me yeah but they're doing this thing where it's like ah this is my thing versus and then i see that and i'm not even like attracted at all to it because i'm like oh that's she is like out of you i mean i know you'll probably agree with this but she's she's out of the world we don't even exist in the same world yeah we would have nothing to talk about i don't know how to be the alpha male like she's gonna go home with the dude in the tank top right that has like like gigantic biceps and yeah exactly like tatted if, up if yeah. she yeah i'm yeah. just like i mean i work out a couple times a week right i'm just like hey what's up yeah like no. those are those are those people. They speak the same language. Like I do have a lot of self confidence, but at the same time, I know I know when I don't stand a chance. Yeah. Like the, a lot of those girls, I don't stand a chance with. And you couldn't even handle it if you did try. Like to yeah. me, I'm just like <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what we talk about. Yeah. You like you know we are not we are so different people. Yeah. And I think a lot. Of, I mean, when you live your life like that, um, I feel like we're just shitting on attractive people. But yeah. I think when you live your life like that for attention from like the opposite sex and you're like yeah. out trying to get laid or you're trying to, you know, yeah. play the game of like dating and, you know, getting people's attention, making people feel bad, breaking yeah. hearts, uh, you're not that interesting to me. Yeah. You're not, you don't have any passions. Because you're, you're sporting that as your biggest quality. Yeah, this is my thing. Yeah. like I'm this a manhunter. Is... I'm a lady killer. Yeah. Like this is what I was born to do and that's all I can do. Like I... I grew up like the chubby, yeah, awkward, yeah, 
actually in some cases borderline creepy dude. Yeah. And I had to, (laughs) yeah. And I had to find things that would make me interesting. And one of those things was comedy. Dude, that's what it, I, that's, uh, we're, we are blessed to have grown up chubby, man. Yeah. Cause it did. I mean, for me, it really did force me. Like you said, it forced me to develop a personality, man. Yeah. It forced me to really, you know, I, no one's going to pay attention to me. I'm just some yeah. fat kid, you know? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen the movie, uh, just friends? Yeah. I love that movie. With, uh, Ryan Reynolds yeah. and Amy, Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's like Ryan Reynolds is like, he's in a fat suit at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then like 10 years later, he's this like yeah, ridiculously like good looking like yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah. Uh, record exec yeah. or something like yeah. that. And then the girl falls in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it does, it, it molds your personality. Yeah. People, I mean, people that have been like wealthy or attractive their whole life, yeah. Never interesting. Yeah. I think, and that's really what it, I think. Because they don't need to be. They don't. They yeah. never were forced to. Because if I would have never developed a personality or if I wasn't nice or I didn't develop yeah. interest and have things to talk about with yeah. people, I people would have just, I would have never gotten anywhere. Yeah. And you know, people say like, oh, nice guys are ugly. What other choice do we have? Wait, nice. Oh, yeah. You yeah. mean ugly guys are nice. Uh, like you're forced to be nice because yeah, you're ugly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Cause you need to, but it's nice though. Cause when I think being fat's nice yes. because you can develop that sensibility to be liked and be empathetic yeah. and connect with people. And then you can be, you lose the fat. And now you're a hottie. Yeah. I know? actually had a girl when I, I used to work at Toby Keith and I had this girl tell me that exact concept. I forget what, I think it was called like fat man syndrome or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like you're fat and you're also nice, but then you lose weight and then you keep the niceness. Yeah. And just kind of takes off. That's, dude, and that's, I mean, it's 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 boys, it's it's girls, because I'll meet, if I meet a girl and she's really nice and she's really cool yeah. and like really empathetic and a lot of fun, has good jokes and stuff, to yeah. me it's, and a lot of times they're girls that are, they're maybe, they may be attractive, but like I said, they're not alpha females. They're not dressing up. They're wearing like hoodies and like boy jeans. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, if they threw on a bunch of makeup and a short skirt, you'd be like, oh man, look at that. Yeah. But they, they don't, and they're forced. They, it's not like they're forced to, but they develop this personality because they don't get that rush yeah. of attention and they don't chase that. Yeah. Cause, the, like the girls that are like unbelievably attractive, they do it every week, and yeah, we basically become desensitized. Like, oh, you're you're wearing a red short dress. You're yeah, you're wearing a black dress that has your ass hanging out or right. something like that. It's boring. Yeah, like like I remember. I feel weird saying this, but like say if, it all. If a girl like if a girl wears yoga pants every day, yeah, it's like oh, I oh, this is good. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Like if a girl wears yoga pants every day, it's like the first two days, like oh cool, like or it's like oh that's kind of cute. But then like after that, like if they keep wearing them, it's like okay, it's like it's just you. It's that's just, just you. Becky. Yeah, it's, it's Becky. Be- Becky yoga, with the good yoga hair. pants. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's funny. I have an example of that. I'm not gonna say where this was. It might have been school. It might have been work. But there was a there was a yoga pants class at this place really yeah it was uh, i'm not gonna say where it was but all the girls in this context whatever it is school because people listen to this podcast uh it there was a yoga class a day 
So yeah. there's some girls that wear yoga pants every day. Yeah. Every day of the week, they're wearing yoga pants in. But there's one girl who doesn't wear yoga pants every day. She just wears nice, like, nice clothes. Uh, and just, and she dresses well. Yeah. But when she puts on the yoga pants for yoga pants day, you're like, oh, look at, yeah. look at, look who walked in. You see a bunch of girls in yoga pants, but then you see this one girl who doesn't wear them all the time. And you're yeah. like, damn, holy smokes. Yeah. Like, you didn't even know she had an ass. Yeah. Chauvinistic pigs we are. Pretty <laughs> sure. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you're. it's that, oh, this is a normal person. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they throw on a pair of yoga pants, and now it's like, I mean, it's they're sexualized now. Yeah. And it gives you that realization, like, oh, this person was, this is a girl. She's been a girl the whole time. Yeah. But she's not out there flaunting the fact that she's a girl every damn yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, like... Some like I've seen I've actually seen girls pull off the comfy look. Yeah, if they're yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I'm into it. I like seeing girls in sweats. It really depends. It really depends on the girl. Oh yeah, for sure. But like I feel like it takes a lot of natural beauty for it to be it. That's true. Hot yeah. girls are hot. There's yeah. no way around it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's uh, it is interesting. I. I do have one more example. Okay. Okay. I uh, I went to a Bible school when I was in when I, uh, like twenty years old. Okay. In Germany, and we were there. I was there for six months. Okay. So it's the end of the time I'm there, and there's this banquet. It's like a uh, end of the you know end of the school year banquet. So yeah. all these girls are getting dressed up. All the boys get really dressed up. All the girls get really dressed up. Okay. Yeah. These are like nice Christian girls. They're not wearing yoga pants every day. They're not. Some are wearing like I guess more flaunting their womanhood than others most yeah. days but there are some girls who are just just normal girls don't wear makeup yeah but on this day all of a sudden every girl is wearing a dress like a strapless dress yeah. showing like you can see their skin and yeah. wearing a ton of makeup and uh you know doing their hair yeah. and all of a sudden you go down and you see all these girls and you're like holy smokes who are these girls yeah who are you and then it's like oh these are the girls they've been girls the whole time yeah it was, yeah, that was what was interesting to me because I was like, oh, dude, did you see blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Like, holy smokes. I had no idea. Like, it's a hot girl. Yeah. And we just, you know, and you I've still seen, notice. I've seen that happen before. Like, girls are just like dressed casually and then they show up in a dress one day and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I'm impressed. Exactly. And that's, that's that really what I'm into is people, like, a woman that doesn't, you got to see, you got to see past the clothing and the accessories and yeah. the you know polishing of the of the yeah. woman you gotta see it's uh i think it's it's what you first see when right yeah it's like it's automatically what is going to attract to them is their looks right yeah but their personality is just what is really gonna get for sure you into them and it does, it says something. It does, it says you're the way you dress. Yeah. You should judge a book by its cover because that's what the cover is for. Yeah. To get your attention, to let you know what kind of book it is. I like that. You know? Yeah. That's why the cover is there. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. I think you can even, yeah. I think you can even read into yeah. people's uh, personalities by the way, not even by the way they dress, but the way they carry themselves. Yeah, because... I've seen girls carry themselves like super confidently. I feel like it's because guys give them the attention. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then that false confidence is built up because they've gotten the male attention. Yeah. As soon as that male attention's gone, they just find ways to try and get him. Uh, get they the try harder. Back. They try harder to get it. Yeah, it's who they are. Like crazy. I'm not gonna say her name. Yeah, like the crazy. Girl. She knows who she is. She's yeah. listening. <laughs> Everyone in Cincinnati listens Pretty and much. the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot! I did. I had something to say on that. Yeah. It's build. Um. Develop self-confidence that is really you being comfortable with who yeah. you are. And that's the thing that, like, that took some work for me. Because I remember when I had, like, things for girls, like, I remember I heard uh, someone say, like, oh, a girl should like you for your personality. Right. And for a good five, six years, I ran with that. Yeah. Like, I didn't know there was more to it. Like, there was self-confidence. It was, like, the way you carried yourself. Right. And I had like absolute, like in high school and even parts of college, like I had absolutely no self-confidence. Yeah. And then I remember when I was, I don't want to get too much into this because it's super weird, but I remember I told one girl, I asked her out and I, I literally said, I'm desperate. Yeah. Not a good look. Yeah. I was 13, so I didn't know. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's what I think. That's funny. I'm desperate. She's like, oh. I didn't know you were desperate. Yeah. Come make out with me in this. The, yeah. This is the, actually at a Christian school. Okay. And then she, it was, uh, and she's like, oh, God doesn't want us to be desperate. Oh, playing the God card. I went to Christian school. Yeah. I went there for three years. Yeah. I went to Christian school for three years. I went the, yeah, I went the whole way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you go in Cincinnati? God, God didn't want me to make out with a lot of girls. No, I'm from Indiana. Oh. Yeah. I feel like all Indiana schools are Christian schools. Yeah, there, yeah, mine was. Yeah. No, but I, I get that kind of developing self-confidence and, um, you know, thinking it's all personality, and it goes both ways for guys and girls. Yeah. Because I've been in situations where I've I've met girls, and I've I didn't know them very well, and I didn't think anything of them. Like, I didn't necessarily yeah. think they were super attractive they didn't have that they didn't like you know, like we said they didn't they're not alpha females they didn't catch your eye in that way yeah but you get to know them and then you i mean this everyone knows this you get to know them and all of a sudden you think they're the most beautiful person you've ever met yeah it's weird because you see them completely differently yeah because at first you see like for me it's like i see them as the hot chick in the bar right but then you get to know them as a person like oh you like computers or yeah or you had, like, you just got out of an abusive relationship or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, there's, like, there's a person and a story behind everyone. Yeah. That's that's what it is. And some, I mean, I don't know. I can't, even if you go, because are you, are you on Tinder? I am on Tinder. You ever go out with a girl and, because you're looking at girls' faces. You're, like, swiping yes. left and right. And then... You go out with a girl that you swiped right on, and you were into it, yeah. and then you're there for an hour, and you're yeah. like, "This is hell." Yeah. What do you, you know, you like, you don't, you don't have anything in common with them. Yeah. Well, you're like stretching, you're like trying to find something yeah. to connect on, and to me, I've been in situations where I'm like, "What do you like? What are you thinking all day?" Yeah. It's like you didn't have any thoughts all day, and yeah. I came up and talked to you, and you had nothing to say because you hadn't even thought about anything all yeah. day. Like, what are you thinking about? Like, it was just bizarre to me because I'm like, "Don't you have an opinion on anything? Like, do you yeah. have anything that you like and that you're passionate about?" Yeah. 
I've actually never gone on a Tinder date. It's it's a I mean it's a great app. You should meet it's, people. They should It's it's always been a time killer for me. Yeah, you gotta make it into something that can Yeah, it can be. I'm saying you can make it into something that's cool and you can meet people and you yeah. know, it probably won't work out, but you'll at least have fun and maybe I've gotten stuff to write jokes about, you yeah. know. Yeah, Tinder <laughs> kinda ran its course within the first six months or so. For you having it? No, no. I mean, like Tinder jokes. Oh, like, I'm still doing ev- them. Everyone had I hate a Tinder. Writing. I'm everyone still doing ha- it. <laughs> everyone had a Tinder joke. Yeah, I did. I actually yeah, had a f- I actually had a few. I, I have, I have a lot, <laughs> too many. But I, I still like it's. It's a good app. It's a great way to meet people. It but, is. But I in mean, that sense, that like going back to meeting someone and that's attractive, and then you're like, yeah. whoa, I don't. There's nothing. Yeah. They're, and it's if they're super hot they're still super hot though yeah i think it's more i think wi- i'm speculating obviously i'm a man but i think a lot of times with women if they meet a dude that's boring yeah they're going to be less physically attracted to him yeah you know because some like there are also times with like the like the guy is so good looking or the girl is so good looking that the physical attraction is automatically there yeah yeah like sometimes the like we were saying earlier, the personality isn't even necessary. Right. But eventually, I mean, I've never been in a really long-term relationship, but I imagine yeah, eventually you're going to be like, this person is, I like, they may be super hot, but I, they're boring the shit out of me. <laughs> and the parts of them that don't bore me annoy me. You're just going to be over it. Oh, you, yeah. Do I've, you know? I've had like so many girls that are like that. Yeah. Like, and you probably annoyed them, you know? Oh, I well, you, I used to be the most annoying. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. still am. Yeah. I talk too much. Yeah. Yeah. It kinda, it's kind of weird. Yeah. That's the way it is, though, man. And it's uh, it's tough to find people, man. It really is. It, like, especially when I'm at, uh, like, when I'm DJ. I DJ at uh, Uncle Woody's and Ladder 19, both in Clifton. Mm-hmm. And, like, you do get a shit ton of attention. I mean, it's a... Like, if you're at least decent looking, it's going to be a part of the job. Right. And you probably, are you over it? Yes and no. Okay. Like, at times I'm desensitized to it, but other times I'm like, oh, this is, it's still pretty cool. Still cool. Yeah. But it's all about, I can't think of what the term is, but it's like, it's all about finding the one that's not super crazy or. Yeah. Like. It's, yeah. It's, is it finding a diamond in the rough or something? Sure. Maybe. That's a thing. Yeah. People say that. I, I've, I'm i not sure if that's the exact context. Yeah. But it's about finding, like, the one that's just like, I can I can hang with this. Yeah, it's finding, yeah, it's finding someone that you find, no, like, it's really, like, on a not even, like, sexual level, just something where it's, like, a good buddy yeah. that you want to be with. Yeah. Which is the most difficult thing. Yeah. Because if you find yourself, yeah, you should find yourself wanting to hang out with the person. Yeah. And it's not easy because both of these bars are where people go to get blackout drunk. Yeah, you're not going to find class at, I don't think, yeah, that where I have never been to either of those bars. But I, I mean, if you're DJing there, man, you're not going, if Alex Schubert is DJing there, you're yeah. not going to find class at that establishment. It. That's not a knock on you. Yeah. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. 
I mean, the ones that are are few and far between. They got dragged to that bar to go see no, DJ Shoops. <laughs> that's actually what Mac. The super cute uh, DJ Shoops. Oh, uh, stop it. Uh, the It's just the bar that just happens to have a DJ, and I just happen to be the DJ there. Yeah. Just a job. Yeah, it's just a job. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a lot of fun. I bet. People, people say, oh, it's oh, your DJ. It actually is so much fun. Yeah. I have no, like, there are, like, bad, like, shitty things about the job, but there are, actually, here's on my bit. There are drawbacks, but there's also a lot of perks. Oh, I mean, I think it'd be exciting. Yeah. It's, like, when you're having a good night and the crowd's dancing, like, oh, I can really feel this. Yeah. Like, I'm having the best time. Right. Yeah. Um... Do you have any absolute batshit crazy stories about while you're mixing, while um, you're on the ones and twos? All right. I do have, it happened, there's one that happened a month, it was kind of a, it happened a month, it's the most recent bat crazy story, batshit yeah. crazy story. Shoot it. Um, There was one girl, she came in, and this is for karaoke, and she wanted me to sing uh, Father Such My Hands by Kanye West. Wait, when you say sing, she, uh, she wants you to play it. She, no, or she, no, got it. She wants, me karaoke, to, okay. she wants me to get the karaoke file for Father Such My Hands Part yeah. 1 by Kanye West. Yeah. And she kept saying, like, if like if you get it, I'll make out with you. And I'm like, I, I, like as of now, I'm like, what? after that, I made that decision, like, I don't play like that anymore. I don't want to do that because like did you kind of want to do it yes was she hot yeah she was all right all right she's pretty hot okay um and then she showed and i couldn't get the song i could not get it they like the karaoke version were you really trying to do it because you were gonna but you would already like i'm not gonna make out the scrub i'm still gonna try to get her song no yes like i was still gonna try and get her song but like with the back like it's in the back of my mind but then two weeks later, she shows up again, and I have—I don't have the karaoke version, but I have the song. Yeah. And she sings again, and I go up to one dude. I'm like, she's singing, and I'm like, hey, dude, watch this. And so, like, in between the karaoke songs, I play like, like a rap song or yeah. like a sing-along song. And the song I chose to play in between her set and the next set was "Father Touch My Hands." Yeah. I was like, watch this girl go crazy. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. She lose she lose her mind. She lost her damn mind. Yeah. Yeah. And at that time I'm like, I had no like I had no intention of doing anything with her. I just wanted to see her lose her mind. Yeah. You still did you make out with her? No. Uh, too yeah. bad. I think she's a I think Good for you though. I feel like that's a step in maturity to Yeah. Not tap her on the shoulder and say, Hey, I think you, you, you owe oh, me a sesh. I can't stand guys that are like that. Like No. Oh, no, like, they're oh, terrible I did something, people. I, I did something nice for you, and now you owe me something. That's gross. That's the worst. You got. I want. I want people to want to make out with me. If they're. If I'm. If I'm like you owe me, and they're like I don't want to. Like, what are you doing? You're like making out with someone that doesn't want to make out with you. Yeah. You can't. If you're into that, you're probably a rapist. Yeah. You've probably raped people. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I can't stand. Is that's what the the whole nice guy concept is? It's like, oh, if I do enough favors for this girl, she'll eventually fall in love with me. You think me. that's it? The pushover nice guy? I think so. You think he's just he just his end game is to reach the amount of favors to like honestly, sex or marriage or whatever his end game is? Because that's all he's got. 
It's like, oh, I'm going to do a bunch of favors for this girl. Yeah. it's And that's just as bad as the dude that's, you know. Yeah. Just the, uh, the token bad boy. Yeah. Bad boy's at least honest with who he is. Yeah. He doesn't and, give a shit about the girl. And, and girls are like shoving next to pig talking again yeah. girls will go after that because like that's like a lot of times the bad boy is like an attractive dude yeah and he's genuine yeah and he's comfortable with who he is and he doesn't yeah. apologize like in the same way i'm that, into the bad boy <laughs> like in the same way that girls will go out or guys will go after the slutty chick yeah. girls will go after the bad boy like yeah. it's human nature we're attracted to the most attractive people yeah yeah we're all messed up, man. Yeah. It's kind of a vicious cycle. Yeah, I think... I mean, speculating. I think men are more visually attracted to women. And this is, you know, cis male and females. But Cis white males. Cis. The cis patriarchy. Yep. Ugh, uh, cis sick. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like cis white males are attracted to just, you know, boobs and butts hanging out of dresses versus... Yeah cis females are attracted to people like confident males yes people that are comfortable in their own skin yeah that's what gets people attention yeah yeah like confidence is a huge thing and it took me a a while to learn like through getting attention from girls getting uh getting better comedy yeah because it's not about just the jokes you tell it's how you tell them right delivering it like you know you're funny yes like deliver it as if you're the smartest person in the room like when you're yeah. on stage, you're supposed to feel like you're the smartest person in the room. Yeah, you have to you have to believe in you because yeah. it comes across your yeah. body language. So. Yeah, you have to believe in yourself. Yeah, 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 man. Well, uh, yeah, this has been dope. Yeah, it's been awesome. What do you got to plug? What do you got coming up? Uh, I've I'm in the semifinals of the funniest person in Cincinnati contest on Wednesday the thirteenth, I believe. Awesome. Go to gobananas.com. Gobananascomedy.com. Cool. Uh, you can make a reservation. I think it's going to sell out pretty quickly. I'm also going to get my ass handed to me. Who's in it with you? Uh, Anyone we'd know? Podcast J- listeners? Uh, Jacob Wilson, Blake Hammond, uh, Jordan Matherlicht, Dennis Piper, Bobby Dodds, and good old Alex Schubert. Oh, you're a dead man. Yeah, I know. You're done. Uh, and I, no, you'll do great. I appreciate that. Yeah, you'll do I awesome. Burned all, I burned my A material in the first round. Uh, do the... Uh, I got to do, do the, the... Did you do the uh, New Year's Eve bit? Yes, I did. All right. Yeah, you're you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Pack it in. Yep. No, you'll, be, you'll do great. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, is that it? I think so. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Shoes. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Later. Later. <laughs>